Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, the RR Show, the best show on the internet. Today, I am taking you on a delightful journey into r slash malicious compliance. So grab your tea and your popcorn and get ready as we jump in with our first story from Kylo Ben. Karen wants me to stop wearing a school shirt, so I start wearing a hoodie with an even larger logo. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. About a year ago, I was in a high school that was a little exclusive. You had to apply to get accepted and some people were rejected. The school required uniforms, which were just khakis and a specific kind of shirt. The uniform wasn't that uncomfortable, so most days after school I would just keep wearing the uniform instead of changing into something nicer. One day after school, I was at a store near my house wearing my school uniform, minding my own business when a wild Karen showed up, yelling at me to stop wearing that shirt since it made her kid embarrassed since he was rejected. After a while of a rant, I just paid for my things and left. I was dismayed to discover that our shopping schedules coincide and she was there the next time that I visited and said the same thing. Cue the malicious compliance. I went to the school store and ordered the hoodie with the largest school logo out of them all. So instead of a solid color polo with a small logo, I was wearing a hoodie in school colors with a giant logo. The next time she asked me to stop wearing that shirt, I just told her that I wasn't wearing that shirt anymore and walked away from her, leaving her still extremely mad. This continued for months until she just stopped going at the same time as me. The next story I have from you is from Tacky Queen. Dent supervisor inadvertently forces me to do less work for the same pay. This one takes a bit of backstory to understand how it all came about. So when I left off my last tale, I was working at an absolutely filthy factory in campus in which I was contracted. I worked there for a number of years, but then began to develop issues with my lungs. As filthy as the job was, I'd actually liked the position. But I decided to bid on a different position at a much less risky facility. Part of this move is that I began to float between buildings as needed, which was incredibly convenient for my union work. The only negative was that, for whatever reason, employees at that building had a different shift negotiated in the contract, meaning I had to be clocking in at 6am every morning. I am not a morning person, so this was almost a deal-breaker, but I reasoned I'd have more flexibility in my university schedule if I switched, so I went for it. I scheduled my classes according to this schedule change and worked there for a bit over a year with no issues. 
The only small complication is that I was one of two people who staffed this building from my department, and the other lady had suffered a serious medical event and was off on leave indefinitely, leaving me alone most of the time. That was fine, I was able to keep up well enough at first. I was really into fitness at the time and had been going to the gym every day after work and class, so generally I had no issue with the physical labor at the previous building, and no issues running back and forth between buildings at this new site. I also had to drive between locations to assist with other tasks, but that wasn't an issue either, until I suddenly began to get dizzy spells and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I was alone on site, so I couldn't slow down, so I just powered through. The first time I fainted, I actually didn't know for sure that I had fainted. I actually assumed I'd tripped and ate shit on the cement so quickly I just couldn't process it. The second time, there was a witness, and it became a whole deal, ambulance called in the works. I couldn't explain what had happened, so I had to go out on short-term disability until I got clearance from cardiology to return to work. Yes, it was just run-of-the-mill pots, but I wasn't allowed to return without clearance per the contract. I wound up being out for about six months, and I wasn't happy about it. So when I was finally cleared to return, I was informed that they had given my job to someone else, and I was starting at a different facility that I definitely did not want to be at, and at a different shift. This was a problem for multiple reasons. Firstly, I'd scheduled my classes based off of the job I'd been hired for, not whatever shift they decided to give me when I returned. Secondly, they couldn't give away the job of someone out on short-term disability without consent of the person on disability, and I had definitely not consented to this change. Thirdly, they definitely could not change my shift without my consent. This was especially well protected in the contract. Unfortunately, the girl who'd taken my job was a new hire but had bid for my position through the appropriate process and had done so to be on a shift that allowed her to not have disruption in her childcare. Switching shifts to the job they'd unceremoniously shifted me to would mean she wouldn't have anyone to take care of her children after school. I felt for her and decided I would grieve the matter and make sure we both walked away from the situation with what we wanted. After a lengthy negotiation, a lot of swearing and threats, mostly from me to the supervision about what would happen if they pulled this shit ever again, I negotiated that I would permit the girl to keep the job I'd been in previously, but only if they meet my demands at the new facility. Firstly, I was going from a generalized labor position to being an office cleaner. I told them no, I wouldn't do that as it was a downgrade in my role. They would have to find me a position in my role and I would not be engaging in the role of the cleaners. If they needed to hire more cleaners, that was their problem. Secondly, I insisted I would not change my shift. It was non-negotiable. I didn't care if I was the only person out of 50 starting at 6am, it wasn't going to change. Thirdly, I caught wind that they'd moved the girl to my role despite her not being paid for the labor role. They paid her just over minimum wage as a cleaner to do labor duties. I insisted they give her every penny of back pay she was due for the work she'd been doing, but this time at the proper rate. In the end, the supervision had no way to argue it, and while I wasn't happy, it was a small victory. Then I had another fight. This facility insisted on having set break times on it. I didn't have a way to argue this as break times were mentioned in the contract, but we didn't have any specific language allowing for flexibility. The first time I encountered this was my first day, as this was the only facility that also had a mandatory beginning of shift meeting. 
I arrived at work and clocked in by 6am. And by the time I had my lunch in the fridge and my lights turned on, a machine unplugged for the day, it was 6.25am. And I had to walk close to a mile through a building, I could slightly shorten this if I cut through an alley, to the main office for the 7am shift meeting. Initially, I thought that seemed absurd, and I had asked for permission to not attend as the walk alone ended up being close to a 40-minute round trip, not including however long the meeting ran. I was told I absolutely could not miss this meeting, and she was really smug about it too. I asked her if she remembered my hours, but she rolled her eyes at me. I mean, okay, if you insist, I did try to warn you. So, as instructed, I was forced to attend this understated meeting and honor my strictly scheduled break times. My day ended up looking like this. 6 a.m. arrival and lights turned on, equipment unplugged. 6.25, walk between buildings for shift meeting. 7 a.m. shift meeting that ran from 7.20 to 7.30 a.m. and then return to work location, 8 a.m. for break. So the entire first two hours of my shift, I was unable to get any work done. Nothing. After my break, I still had to prep all equipment, check equipment for safety, replace any parts needed, often very time consuming, check and organize my work orders, and then I was on lunch at 10 a.m. So by the time I had my lunch break, all I had done from 7.15 to 10 a.m. was get my equipment ready for the day. Things I would have normally done before my first break, but I was told I had to attend that meeting and didn't have any time to start a project before I had to take my lunch. My supervisors came over a day or two later, absolutely spitting with rage and ready to write me up. Unfortunately for them, I'd written out the entire schedule. As they told me, my break times were non-negotiable. It was also non-negotiable that I had to attend this shift meeting a building over. I asked if they remembered the explicit instructions they gave me in regard to this. For some reason, they looked absolutely thunderstruck. They had inadvertently ordered me to accept a schedule that prevented me from getting more than about four hours worth of work done. The kicker was that they couldn't take it back without setting a precedent that exceptions could be made at that location. I could see the cogs trying to turn as they tried to figure out if there was any way to punish me. But I had done exactly what they insisted I had to do. So yeah. I did as I was told, and they inadvertently gave me a job that prevented me from doing more than half a day's worth of work. But I had to be paid for the full day regardless. It also allowed me a lot more time to work on union paperwork as I wasn't constantly getting in and out of PPE, and was able to catch more of their contract violations being closer to the main office. I'd like to think that I made their lives just a little more hellish, and it was in large part facilitated by their fuck-up trying to mess with my work location and hours, and failure to notice what they had done to my schedule by ordering me to hike a country mile for this meeting. I worked in that position for the last few years I was there, and it was a running joke the entire time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, 
disturbed, terror takes center stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.